Hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. We are back after our week off after episode 15. So this is episode 16. 16? Oh, my sweet, sweet 16. 16. <laughs> Annie, I just have one thing to say. Yes. Be yourself. <laughs> Be yourself. <laughs> I just had to pull that out. <laughs> I don't want to be myself. <laughs> y'all, y'all, if you have not seen Just Friends, I don't even care that it's a Christmas movie. Go watch it right now. Like pause the podcast, go watch it because it is the so most funny. quotable movie. <laughs> I quote it all the time and I'm always afraid that people don't know <laughs> what I'm talking about. I know that people don't know what I'm talking about. Like every time someone acts like they're busy in my mind, I'm like, I'm busy. <laughs> like, I it's so good. But anyway. <laughs> uh, it's comedy perfection, y'all. Comedy perfection. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I just had to get a laugh in because girl, you know, I've had quite the spiral yeah no I've just been like I mean we had this new moon in Gemini and I don't know about anyone else but I literally will sleep for like three days on a new moon like I don't even it's just like my body's like no mm -mm, we're not doing that yeah and it's like I literally have to like be a human but it's like I don't and when I try to it's like, I just start crying just because it's like, it, I know this sounds crazy, but it's like really hard for me. Like, mm -hmm. I, and it's like, you know, I could say, well, it's, it might be depression. Like Stacey, you need to, like, no. <laughs> you need to, you need to consider it. But like at the same time, I'm like, no, cause I don't feel that way all the time. It's literally related to like moon cycle things, mm -hmm. other cycle things like I don't know. I just, I'm really sensitive to it. I don't know how you feel, but I have been so tired the last yeah. few days to the point where I'm like, what are you doing? Like I, I had to like sit down and like clock through my day and be like, what did you do? Like, yeah, you went for a run, but it was a mile. Calm down. Like you shouldn't <laughs> want to take another nap. <laughs> like, so I, yeah, you are not alone. I have just felt like like unmotivated, like yeah. my house isn't particularly what I would say dirty, but it's, she's, she's got clutter. And, you know, and I, the other day, like yesterday, I was just kind of looking around and I was like, no, it's fine. No, <laughs> no, I, I think it can wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no but seriously, it's like, and I had to give myself a break and like yeah. that, you know, I was telling you, I literally, was just crying and yeah. I just I had to take care of myself it's almost like I had to like mother myself and that's like part of my healing journey from like <sighs> childhood and like relational things like I literally do have to mother myself and be like you don't feel good yeah it's okay if you don't feel good but if you don't feel good you actually need to rest yeah and like also things about like regulating hormones and stuff like that like mm -hmm. like sleep as much as you can take naps, sleep eight hours at night. Don't mm -hmm. stay up. Don't wake up early. Uh, don't exercise more than 45 minutes at a time. Like yeah. you're stressing your body out. Like I think things that we think sometimes are healthy. Like if you have an imbalance in your system, it's like, it's not 
healthy for you. Like actually rest is the healthiest thing you can do, but it's just like, we don't give ourselves permission. I feel like I literally have to explain to everybody and like make an excuse and be (laughs) like, I'm sorry. And be like, I don't know why I'm acting this way, but it's like, why do I feel the need to act? Like, why do I act like I'm the biggest inconvenience when I'm just tired? No, (laughs) and you're not, it's not. And I think also, there's so much going on in the world outside of yeah. our personal lives that is also subconsciously wearing on you, mm-hmm. you know, collective you, me, yeah. <laughs> all, of the, all of the above. Yeah. And yeah, maybe it doesn't, you know, keep space on your like forefront of your mind all the time, but it's in there and it's going on on top of everything else that you're living with on your day to day. So yeah, you're fucking exhausted when you come home yeah. and maybe you want to and- go to bed at 9 PM. <laughs> like, right. Like, I just wrong feel with like, that. Yeah. Like, I feel like we shouldn't have to apologize if we're just like really tired mm. and I think we should also like research more about how to end stress cycles. But anyways, that's enough about like, I'm done with my rant on it, but I'm just going to end it with, I'm going to end it with, we said, we all need to research, just Google how to end stress cycle. Cause um, there are like particular activities that we all can do to kind of yeah. help us get through this. You know, I need to do that too, for sure. Yeah. Homework. That's your homework. homework. <laughs> but not in a stressful way, in like a cool, relaxed way. Yes. So like <laughs> you're not gonna get a grade. I'm not grading. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, are you ready for our quote this week? I'm so ready. I feel like it what we were just talking about, it it kind of like goes hand in hand with what the quote yeah. is. So yeah. I really do. I really feel that way. Okay, so our quote this week is from Nora Ephron, and she actually, she passed away in 2012, but she was an incredible screenwriter, and she wrote When Harry Met Sally, and she was sleepless in Seattle, and actually When Harry Met Sally has been, like, ranked the top 40 best screenplays of all time. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. So So she was an incredible writer, like an incredible woman. Anyway. Her quote is, above all, be the heroine of your life, not the victim. And I I have so much I want to say about this, but I want to, I want to hear what you think first, Shani. What do you think about this quote? Above all, be the heroine of your life, not the victim. I, I'm a huge fan. I feel like this just makes me like generic white woman, but I'm a huge fan of fun movies <laughs> they're so good they're so good um and I, I read a little bit about her and one thing that I thought was super interesting and then I'll answer your question she is named after Nora from the doll's house <gasps> like her parents named her after Nora from the doll's <laughs> house and I just think it's so perfect mm. because that character is so complicated and finally, you know, if you haven't read The Doll's House, go read it. It's really good. Um, but it is about a woman understanding who she is and eventually leaving for herself and mm. doing something for herself, overcoming everything she thought was right and how to, quote unquote, be a woman mm-hmm. and moving on and leaving her very complicated husband behind. Spoiler alert. Um, (laughs) 
but I just thought that was so interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Um, because of who she was as an individual, I, mm-hmm. I, I went on like a Meryl Streep movie marathon earlier this month and um, <laughs> I watched Heartburn for the first time, which is, mm. uh, was a, based on her life, not Meryl's, yeah. Norris. Right. Norris, and yeah. um, it's, it was like not my favorite film, but mm-hmm. it, it was good. And, you know, and the complicated and just kind of seeing what her life was like with her husband at the time was just like painful. Mm-hmm. Um, but she continuously wrote about women being strong right. and overcoming obstacles, mm-hmm. mostly like male related, but not always. Um, sometimes grief, sometimes, you know they were just strong women. Mm -hmm. And that's because I think that she was a very strong woman. And so this quote, it makes so much sense because it, we often as women, not everyone, but we are taught to put others first. Mm -hmm. That's that like mothering instinct. That's just in some of our bodies. And we are not always the main characters of our lives. And there's a, there's a quote from the movie, The Holiday, which I absolutely, it's not Nora Ephron, it's Nancy Meyer. Um, but, um, <laughs> but it's this moment where Kate Winslet is speaking to um, Eli Wallach and he says that there are two types of characters in, in movies. There's the leading lady and the best friend and you're mm-hmm. acting like the best friend. And she's like, well, yeah, I need to be the leading lady of my own life. <laughs> yeah, I love that line. I love that part. Like, and it's so true because, you know, if you're constantly walking around like, well, how can I take care of everybody else? And then, <laughs> <laughs> and you're not taking care of yourself. Or you're not letting yourself lead. Yeah. Nobody else is going to do that for you. Nobody's writing your script. You're writing your script. And I, I just, I love it. And it's just so the way she wrote it just makes sense like this Mm. was very important to her to show women being strong and overcoming obstacles and being powerful yeah and like same level like harry and sally are same level characters and they Mm -hmm. they butt heads and the comic timing on both of them are it's just it's perfect because that was her she wrote sally's character with herself in mind um I just I love it yeah (laughs) that's how I feel about that (laughs) no I agree and even she um didn't tell anybody I mean she told like maybe her husband at the time she was married three times and she passed away while she was married to her third husband but she passed away from cancer and she didn't tell anybody about, she consciously chose not to tell anybody about her her cancer diagnosis because she didn't want anyone's pity or thoughts about it, or, you know, she didn't want that. She just wanted to have people treat her the way they were going to treat her. And she didn't want anything else influencing it. Yeah. And yeah, she passed away with not a lot of people knowing how sick she was. Now I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about that. I I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say whether I would or wouldn't do that, but yeah, I just, 
I think there's a time where, you know, there's an aspect of where we are a victim of life of mm-hmm. certain circumstances. And she understood that. Like, yeah. She understood that you can be a victim of life circumstances, unfortunately, things like cancer or systematic oppression or, you know, things that happen to you that are just really out of your control. And you are a victim of those circumstances. But to her, I think when she says this quote, when she's like, be the heroine of your life, not the victim, she's talking about your mindset. She's talking about her mindset. She's talking about how she wants to view herself and how she wants to think about herself. And I would say for me, I feel the same way. Now, do I always practice that? <laughs> um, uh, I'll circle back to that later. But my <laughs> ideal self, my highest self, my truest self, I feel like is the heroine of my life. Doesn't want to play the victim. But yeah. the minute, the minute I start thinking things like, why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. And what's going oh on? My God, yes. Something's wrong. You know, it's like, I feel like I relinquish some of my power to, yeah. to the system, to, yeah. to other people. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. I am a victim of certain circumstances. I'm a psychological abuse victim. I'm a victim of systems that oppress my body and my rights. All yeah. women are. But the minute I start thinking and acting that way, like the minute I start making moves and talking about myself and making decisions based on that, I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. I, I feel exhausted. I feel drained and I feel helpless. And I think that also ties back to this really powerful quote by Miriam Williamson, Williamson, where she's like, our greatest fear is not that we're inadequate. It's that we're powerful beyond belief. Yeah. And because that's, that's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. If you are truly powerful, if you have everything you need, if you can do and be who you want to be, what's stopping you? Mm. It's you. It's, it's you, you most of the yeah. time. So I agree that like, there is a time to mourn horrible things that happen. That is very yeah, yeah. real. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't want to like mitigate that because there will be times in and out, even the same thing, you're going to be mourning it multiple times in your life. But I I feel like I don't want to stay in that, stay in that place because I feel like to live a life, I I want to be my own hero because I'm the only one who's coming to save me. And once I acknowledge how powerful I am, once I acknowledge how powerful my thoughts are, once I acknowledge how powerful my body can be and my mind and who I am, I can use that power and freedom to learn and grow and truly do the things that I want to do. I can trust myself to take care of myself like a parent would. I can reparent, like just how we were talking about earlier, you know, before we started on the quote, I have to reparent myself. Yeah. I did not grow up in a house where it was okay to rest when you were tired. Yeah. I did not grow up in a house where it was like, be proud of yourself. You're doing oh, great. So that was not, you know, that was not a thing that I heard. So it's like, I have to now consciously do those things and say those things and think that way as a loving mother to myself. Which is rewiring your brain, which is incredibly yeah. difficult to do. Incredibly hard. And that's why a lot of people are struggling because like, we're all out here trying to, you know, our parents did the best they could. Yes. 
and it wasn't good enough. So let's just start <laughs> from there. And like, we're, we're all in some form of grief about that. We're all in some form of, you know, like we're all our inner child interacting as adults. Yes. So how can you move? How can you be the adult you needed? Yeah. Yeah. How can you do that for yourself today? And every day it's like, I wake up and I think, what would my most loving and kind and truest self do today? Yeah. Now, I don't always get to do it, but I, I want to start from there. I want to think a good about way to start the day. Yeah. Yeah. That is who I want to be. I want to be my truest self and however that looks, I want to figure that out, you know, and it, yeah. it is a struggle to figure it out because we don't trust ourselves. No at all. Yeah. Yeah. At all. Because I mean, most, most of our instincts, like our, our first instinct is more often than not correct. Mm -hmm. And the follow-up is us not trusting ourselves Mm -hmm. and second guessing. And then probably speaking as myself, just not doing it at all. (laughs) (laughs) Cause it's like, no, 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 I should just not. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So interesting. I started this, I'm kind of Wanting to write, um, not a memoir, because that sounds very like me, um, but like, <laughs> which is okay. It is, which okay. is also okay. But I have so many stories in my head from my childhood and from um, my high school times that are just so like burned into my brain that I'm like, I feel like I need to get these out um, and write about them. And so I asked my mom to send me my yearbooks from high school which she did because my mom is always like, cool, I'll go to the post office. Like she's just <laughs> like, got it. Um, so they arrived yesterday. Can wow. I tell you, wow. <laughs> let me preface this by saying I hated high school. <laughs> Thinking back, like all of my memories are sour. Like I, mm. I have some good ones, but mostly my adult brain remembering high school hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. Can I also tell you how surprised I was opening that yearbook and reading what people wrote about me? Mm. The joy that I brought to humans in high school, I don't remember. Like, (laughs) I don't. But like, I was apparently hilarious and just Uh, made classes. made classes brighter like everybody was like girl you're so funny I can't wait to see you accept your Oscar and I was like what (laughs) you're gonna be on some kind of sitcom like almost everything was I mean positive and you know keep in touch so many phone numbers I'm always like I definitely didn't call any of these people I didn't call a single one of those people (laughs) no but I you know when I look through pictures and and I just do remember being so hard on myself, like looking back through these photos mm-hmm. and when I did look at them as a youth and just thinking like, Ooh, I look so gross or Ooh, I'm so fat. Or like, I remember those thoughts mm-hmm. and I was looking back through these pictures and I was like, girl, you were having fun and you look cute. <laughs> like, yes, your hair's a little crusty because you were learning how to use gel and you were way too much <laughs> eyeliner. <laughs> But like, I was having a leading lady time of my life. Like I was having fun. I was trying shit, like doing theater and playing soccer and 
I, it was just a really nice reminder of how hard we are on ourselves when we're young. Mm. And then we carry that with us. And if you don't look back and notice how other people thought of you or felt about you and their presence, Mm -hmm. you will continue to carry that self-hate with you forever. And that's not what a leading lady does. That's not what a Mm -hmm. heroine does. Yeah. There are obstacles like a hero or a heroine always has an obstacle. Like it is plot, (laughs) you know, like you Mm -hmm. have to, but they overcome them and they are strong and they are bright and powerful. And we're all capable of that. We are all capable of being the heroes and heroines of our, (laughs) of our lives. And it's sometimes it's important to look back and see how far you've come. I agree. And like when I used to teach like self-love workshops and one of the main exercises I had people do or that I wanted them to take home as something they could do is keep a compliment journal in your, in your phone. Like if you, cause you, we don't remember the nice things people say to us, you know what I mean? And a lot of times we'll struggle being nice to ourselves. So it's nice to have receipts of things that people have said. And I know it can sound like weird to do it, but who cares? It's in your phone. No one's going to see it but you. No one's seeing this but you. And I have a compliments journal and I date it and I say, who told me that or who wrote it to me? And I just, and I'm like, like kind of how you were looking back at the, I'm like, they said that? Like that person (laughs) thinks that? you know because like I would have never yeah like I would have never remembered that I would have never remembered that someone said that about me but it's like the nicest things and like think like how I would love for someone to think about me and it turns out they do they do they do some of them (laughs) do and I'm like wow yeah wow wow okay (laughs) so yeah second homework uh assignment or feel good assignment is start keeping a compliment journal even if you have to go back in your emails and even if it's like a compliment from a coworker, Mm -hmm. even if it's your mom your significant other a stranger on the street like I don't care start writing it down start keeping that folder so yeah. that when you're, when you're having the best friend moment and you're trying to get back to the leading lady, you have some receipts, yeah. like you got to have the receipts y'all. <laughs> There's, there is always someone who's going to be thinking those wonderful things about you. And yeah. that's the other thing that I want to suggest is tell people things when you see yeah. and feel yeah. it. There are oftentimes like I'll be with friends and I'll just think to myself, oh, they look really nice today, but I won't say it out loud. like don't be creepy but like (laughs) but like you know compliment people it's okay if it's in a positive uplifting way compliment them and you know I sometimes when I used to ride the train I don't do that anymore because ew COVID um but like (laughs) when I would see somebody with something cool I'd just be like hey I like your bag and they you see their face light up like they're like you do you know (laughs) like it's like, yeah, it's cool. But like just a little, a little nugget of love can literally turn someone's day around. I agree. And especially when it's like, not, it can be related to physical looks. Like I love getting compliments. Like you look pretty, you look nice. You look great. I'm like, 
oh my God, thank you. Like that makes me feel so good. But also I love when people are like, you're really smart. Like, mm. I like the way you talk to people or I really like how you view this, you know, and it's just like you can there are ways to compliment people that can be like so genuine and just like from the core of who you think they are. Just the fact that you notice that about someone, they might not even notice it about themselves. And I will say, like, sometimes for me personally, when it's not a superficial compliment, I tend to keep those. Yeah. Like if it's more like like for instance when I was teaching earlier this year one of the students came up to me and asked me if I was a therapist and I was like no (laughs) and they go well I just we were talking about you and we kind of came to the conclusion that we think you'd be a really good therapist and I was like oh I don't think I can handle that but thank you (laughs) Like, like, and that's a compliment that is very specific, Mm -hmm. um, but loving. And obviously it stuck with me, which I think sometimes those over, I mean, tell me I look pretty any day. I will just gobble that (laughs) shit up, but like, like, please tell me, um, (laughs) but (laughs) I, I think that sometimes like going a little deeper, Um, especially with children, that's a big one. That's like a whole nother conversation, but, um, but yeah, I, I agree. Just like give somebody a little nugget, throw a little nugget out there and it's going to make people feel, oh, good. Cause we need to feel good right now. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Like, (laughs) damn it. And that's a, that's another way to get out of your head. Like if you're just feeling really down on yourself, focus on someone else for five seconds. My God, like I need to like take that lesson. Like (laughs) think about someone you're grateful for. Like send them a thank you note. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, just shoot a quick email, quick text. Hey, I really appreciate that you are always there for me. Or I appreciate you were there for me this one time. It meant a lot to me. End of, end of text. Done. Like you, it doesn't have to be some elaborate note. Like. One time I messaged my old boss, like years after, like I stopped working at this company and like, we're still connected on LinkedIn. And I was like, LinkedIn. And I was like, Hey, uh, by the way, thank you for like always believing in me yeah, and like being super cool. And he's like, Oh my God, thank you for saying that. Oh my God. That, that reminded me. I, I sometimes, I, my dad um, has like a hard time hearing. And, mm-hmm. and so he's not always great on the phone because it's just really hard for him to understand. Um, so we'll talk on the phone sometimes, but he's like an, a really good texter. He loves nice. emojis. Wow. Um, but I randomly one day just like sent him a little sunflower emoji and like a heart mm-hmm. and that's it. And he, <laughs> he went to my mom <laughs> and he, he was like, is Shannon okay? <laughs> okay. mom was like I think so and he was like well she sent she sent me this like heart in the sunflower and mom was like well she just does that sometimes <laughs> just like she's just sending out love and he was like oh oh okay <laughs> so- <laughs> that's like a millennial like I'm thinking of you yeah. <laughs> is Shannon okay <laughs> Yeah, just send a little heart occasionally and maybe people will wonder if you're okay, but 
be thinking Let about them interpret you. it how they will. Let them interpret it how they will. <laughs> mean. <laughs> but yeah, I I think, you know, Nora was a an obvious just strong, powerful individual who mm-hmm. I I appreciate her words. I ap- appreciate the characters that she created and, you know, this quote is is true you know be be the heroine of your life I agree so cheers to that cheers to Nora RIP yeah um such a legend yeah seriously and yeah thank you for your work and your quote um I'm gonna go watch some movies yes (laughs) (laughs) do you have your did you get another gardening superstition no, this well, this one was in Southern Living, but um, wow. no, it is not. <laughs> it is not a gardening one. Um, <laughs> it is uh, a rooster one day and a feather duster the next. Wow, <laughs> so true. So, so basically, true. this is Southerners. These are this is a Southern creative way of saying that you shouldn't crow like a rooster about your wealth and belongings today. Because it could all disappear tomorrow. So yeah. be humble, or I'm going to turn you into a duster. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah. What do you have for us today? Well, I was inspired by your gardening superstitions, and you know, I love flowers and stuff, but I couldn't yes. really find like a lot of flowers, southern superstition things. Yeah, it's all about farming. Like, it is about farming and herbs Uh herbs um so with herbs they said that like fennel which Mm -hmm. is delicious Mm -hmm. and rosemary both fennel and rosemary if you put that above your door or in your food or things like that it protects you from the devil the devil devil doesn't like get out of here fennel and rosemary and I just thought that was like silly but like quaint you know what I mean I love it. like yeah it was just like a silly southern thing that you know you can just put fennel above your door well you know what <laughs> I have I have a little broom like a little straw broom and a smudge stick of rosemary by my front door <gasps> I'm keeping the devil out, y'all. There is no <laughs> devil. devil allowed. Devil has no place here. Get out. Get out, devil. <laughs> well, I loved this quote. I love talking to you. And thank you for always being so understanding. And shout out to our friend and fan, Angie. I know she listens to the podcast and yeah. She's just always so encouraging. Like I'm going to put some things that Angie texts me in my compliment journal, but I think you should too, because she really had a lot to say about you, Shani. She was like, I love hearing Shannon's voice and the things she shares. And she was like, she's so vulnerable. I know. She was just like really sweet. So we love our fans right in. Tell us what you're up to. Tell us what resonates. You can tell us what doesn't too, but like, whatever. (laughs) You might not listen. (laughs) Yeah. We might not care, but like, 
You can, you can send both. We'll yeah, allow it. It's fine. I'll just delete the ones that we don't like. Um, but yeah, seriously, I mean, I know there's a thousand things going on in the world and in your lives, but just if you have a quote, I feel like every person we've had on the podcast so far has been like, I'm not a quote person. And then they right. like throw a quote out that's like beautiful. <laughs> I'm like, yes, you, you are. Um, so email us. We have yeah. the email. I'll include it with, you know, with the posts and just we want more quotes. I love quotes. Stace loves quotes. So quote us. Yeah. Send us your favorite quotes. Like we're happy to cover it. Like Mm -hmm. we just pick the things that we love and that's, that works for us. But like, we also are here to entertain my friends Mm -hmm. and we want, we want you all to be engaged and we appreciate everyone who listens. So thank you all. Thank you so much. Go forth and be the heroines of your lives. (laughs) Until next time. Bye. Bye.